defense. Do you feel, uh, how would you assess it? Do you feel that kind of wore down as the, the game went along because the group was on the field so much? Or, or were there some issues that, that were showing up uh, uh, before the, the, the extended time on the field? Um, I wouldn't attribute it to anything time on the field wise. Uh, um, and if it's a long drive, that's our own fault. No one else's. Um, I would say, you know, the, the most disappointing thing about the run and really the, the only real disappointing thing about the run were the last two runs of the game for touchdowns. Um, I say last two runs, but you know, which ones I'm talking about the 20 and the 40 some yarder. Um, you know, both of those runs are, are, I mean, they shouldn't have happened. You know, we, it, uh, and so, but they did. And those are the disappointing things. Outside of that, I thought that the guys played the run and have continued to play the run a little better each week. Uh, we've got we got a ways to I shouldn't say a ways to go. You know, we've had some very good downs and stuff. But again, that was if there's anything about the running game that disappointed me, it was the two touchdown runs at the end of the game that uh, didn't need to happen. And had they not occurred, you know, I think we're still in the thick of it. And also, can you describe the uh, the, the pressure and the, and the interception by Jalen Smith and, and then the, the return after that and, and overall the pressure you were getting? Um, well, uh, there was, uh, look, at Alex is very good at getting the ball out quickly. Uh, we knew that. So we were selective about our pressures and when we would bring them. Um, I was pleased that, that we did get some hits on him at times uh, and disrupt his passing. Um, I was pleased with the sacks. Naturally, anytime you get a t takeaway, like an interception, like like Jalen did, um, you know that can swing the game in your favor, um, as we all do. I wish he had scored, but that's just the way it goes. Um, but again, that, like I said, pleased with it at times, um, and it did assist us in, in uh, you know getting off the field. But uh, you know, in the end, it uh, you know it didn't uh, you know obviously it didn't win. So. That's the way it goes. Clarence, you have a question? How did Rashard Robinson hold up? And were you limited in the secondary when, when Cheeto went out? And can you talk about the decisions out there? Um, I thought Richard uh, did a good job. He did a little better than he did a week ago. Um, I would say Rich, the things that I think are that I like about Richard are the, the strengths would be he's a very competitive individual. Um, you know, he's got range, he's got length, he's got things like that physically. Um, he's not afraid to stick his nose in there. He's got good toughness. Um, although he's slender build, he's not he's not shy about putting his face in there and, and doing the dirty work, which is good. You know, when you're trying to stop the run, it takes all eleven players. But in the passing game, I think he gets a little bit, you know, in these two weeks that he's played, he's gotten a little better week compared to the week ago. Uh, and I expect him to continue to get better. Um, as the game, as you were aware, I think you asked the question about as far as the the, uh, the substitutions per se at the corner and what had happened. But, um, you know, uh, we got into a little bit of a crunch at one point in the game when both of our corners were out, uh, Cheeto and Rashad, and we had to make some adjustments uh, matter of fact, we had to utilize the timeout, I believe, at one point to get it all right because it was it happened when the officials took Cheeto out. All of a sudden, on a third down, we had to get some things orchestrated pretty quickly. That was the play just prior to the interception. Matter of fact, that was the play right prior to the interception that uh, Jalen had. So that was that was a good thing. But um, you know, the guy stepped in nicely. You know, Burton had to go in there and play about six to eight snaps, I think it was, and uh, you know, held up on his own. He certainly didn't cost us anything. Did a good job. 
Um, and we had to put uh, J. Lou out there at the corner for, for a little bit, or at least for a play or two anyhow, and and uh, and he did fine as well. So the guys responded well to some adversity when it comes to interception, or not interception, when it comes to injuries. And uh, I thought I thought they did a, like I said, um, we had to make some adjustments there. And some of the guys had to play some positions they hadn't gotten a whole lot of work at. But fortunately for us, it didn't last that long. Um, and fortunately, we got off the field right away. Uh, with the interception. Brandon Gregory had two sacks. Has he been coming? You can just see that just he's getting his legs and, and, and it's coming back to him? Well, certainly uh, this week it showed. Last week he didn't practice, I don't know if you recall, but last week he didn't get any work prior to the game that we played um, other than I, I don't even know if he got the Saturday walkthrough. So um, I can't remember. I just know that he was a little bit off a week ago. But athletically he's always going to, you know, he's very good. Um, but I, I was, I would say, you know, we're very pleased with the way he played yesterday. Um, did a good job and, and hopefully he just continues to get better each week. And, and that would, obviously that would help us a lot. My coach McCarthy talked to us about how as a head coach, he's never experienced a death in the organization before, but you had in 2005. So he's been leaning on you this week. Can you talk about how you've been helping him and just what this week has been like with the loss of Marcus Paul? Um, you know, it's it's tough to as it's tough to talk about for Mike. It's uh, and, and ours was a little bit different. Um, we lost a player in the locker room. I don't know if Mike shared with you, but Mike was just an arm's length from Thomas Harrion when he passed away in our locker room um, back in 2005. Um, and um, but you know that I think the biggest thing and the and the best thing about um, I should say that I, I think the most important thing is is the person in charge who is Mike has to, has to really take on a, I mean, Mike's a great parent and he shows that to his football team when things like this occur. And I think that's the real key. It's, uh, um, you know, it's hard to say the right thing because there's so many things going through so many people's minds at the time. Um, a lot of people are thinking about themselves when that something like that occurs. Some people are thinking about the person obviously who passed, but there's a tons of things. So it's a very complicated thing, a very difficult thing I think to handle. Um, I do believe, as, as I even told Mike, I think he's, you know, um, he handles, he handled it extremely well and he'll continue to do that. It's just his makeup. I think Mike is a family, I know this, Mike's a family first guy and, and, uh, but like I said, it's, it's very difficult for someone in that position to even choose the words that you're going to say to your group, because like I said, there's so many different, um, things going on in different players' minds, but, um, you know, I, like I said, I think Mike's very sensitive to that, and I think that he handled it extremely well, and he'll continue to because it takes time to get over things like that. And how did you go? I mean, can you take us through your Tuesday, how you went about supporting your players, still preparing for the game as you're trying to balance these emotions? Well, on Tuesday, we weren't, you know, obviously uh, turned everybody loose to go home, which I think was the, which I believe was the right thing to do. I think that's exactly what you do. If, you, if you're going to tell everybody you put family first and, and, and that is important to do in my, in my belief. Um, you know, that was what we did and it was good. I think from a preparation standpoint, we just tried to continue to get all the information. Like the, the players utilized the iPads um, a lot. And at that, at that time, it was really all we really had. So it was kind of like the virtual meeting type of a thing um, with the players. We just provided them with all the information, the game plan, and put it on their shoulders to, to take a look at it prior to the Wednesday practice that we had. And uh, I thought the guys 
I mean, I can only speak for the defense, but I believe the whole team was this way. But I thought our guys were extremely responsible in preparing themselves for the game uh, amidst a real tragedy that occurred within an organization. Um, I don't, you know, personally, I don't think it had any bearing on the game. I think the guys played every bit as hard as they always would. Um, and if some played for Marcus, I think that's all the better. But I thought that the guys, like I said, prepared extremely well on Tuesday and on Wednesday. Because I should, I don't even know what they did Tuesday necessarily, but I do know that they were prepared on Wednesday when we came in. We had a very clean practice, and uh, as the game went on, we had a very clean game. It wasn't a game full of mentals, uh, mental errors. It was, it was pretty clean. We just, we just got beat naturally. I'm like back to to with Thomas Herrian in that year. How long did it take your players to to? process what, what had happened in your coaches and everybody involved in the organization, process what was going on, and then how was it a constant reminder during the course of the season? And is there something that you can learn from, that you learn then that you can pass on to what these guys might be about to be going through in the next few weeks? Well, like I said, it's um, what I recall most is that it's, it's very, everyone's different. Everyone responds to it differently. Some people have been around death. Some have not. Um, and when it's, you know, when it's right, some of our players obviously witnessed what happened and some did not. So there's a, you know, it's different for everyone. Um, like it was our first preseason game back in 2005. It was my first year as a head coach. It happened in the locker room in Denver. And, and we were just putting a team together very early in the stages. This is early in our stages as well. But, um, I think most importantly, the, the issues that are to be talked about are how it affects your football team and, and you know, um, you know how it affects the individuals. But like I said, you need it takes an army to be honest with you to try to to try and help all the different people. And that's in the long run, that's actually what's going to happen. You know, the guys if who it affected most um, will need a little bit more more. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know what you want to use the word. Not therapy is the wrong word, but counseling things like that. Um, if that's the case, and I don't think it'll be a large majority that do. I think it'll just be the minority of guys that, that kind of have that. But in more cases than not, and I think in all cases, it ought to be talked about. But uh, but you don't want to linger on it. I mean, Marcus certainly wouldn't want that. Um, and that's not, look, it's, uh, you know, it's a tough thing to, I'm probably talking about it too much, to be honest with you, so I'll stop there. And I, I apologize for the, the transition here to, to football, but, when you look at Jordan Lewis, um, is he a candidate to play outside corner more? I know you play nickel predominantly anyway, so it's a two-for-one situation. But do you think about just going more straight base, traditional base defense at all when they're running game issues and then maybe moving Jordan outside when you're thin at corner the way you are? Well, base doesn't make you better against the personnel groupings that you're matching up because for, I'll give you an extreme example. If you go base on a lot of the personnel that we get, you could get someone like a, um, you know, an Armstrong uh, matched up on a wide receiver in the slot. Um, and now all you've done is change the problem. So the, the purpose in having a nickel on the field is because in more cases than not, it matches up against the people you're against. And in some cases, you just think it's the best because of simplicity so that you don't get too complicated with all your defenses. Um, I think Jay Lou, I believe Jay Lou is our very best nickel. Um, I think he could perform out at the corner, which he had to do last night a little bit. But I still think he's a better nickel. Uh, and he's, like I said, he's our best nickel. So rather than move him out and somebody inside, um, 
we're basically lessening the position of nickel and also not at our best at corner. Now, last night, he was our next best corner at the situation that we were that we were put into, and so that's why we moved him outside. But as long as we can keep, you know, Cheeto and hopefully Rashad outside, and at some point if we get the rookie back later in the season, a couple of weeks down the road, maybe, uh, maybe that's just wishful thinking. Um, I think we're, I think we got the people in the right spots. We just, we just can't afford to have people go down. That's really the case. Todd covered my topic, so I'm good. Calvin, it's all yours. Um, Mike, uh, Demarcus Lawrence looks like he's been having a, a pretty good stretch here. Just your thoughts on how he's been playing the last couple of weeks for you? Uh, he's been playing well. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence. The first thing that comes to mind is he is a playmaker, um, and uh, you know, he, there's you need those kind of people obviously on your team all the time. And I think he's 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 plays with great energy, great hustle. Um, he's uh, I think he's a uh, a leader by by not only by speaking, but more importantly, I think by the way he plays. When we talk about finishing and and doing all the things it takes to get better and things like that, he's he's what you're looking for. So, um, you know, I'm extremely happy that we have him. I'm glad that he's playing because he's, you know, as everyone does, he gets his bumps and bruises, but he's an extremely tough individual. He plays through injury. Um, and in this, you know, as of late, he's, he's you know, he's made plays and he, he shows up on the film. The last night he missed a couple opportunities for sacks in the ball game. Um, and uh, I'm sure that frustrates him, but nonetheless, they were disruptive plays that, that led to, Still a positive play for us. Thank you. Um, someone can go next. Mike, obviously what happened on Tuesday morning was deeply, deeply difficult. What was your perspective in terms of just how you found out and then um, from there, how you processed it the rest of the day and until now? Well, I mean, quickly, just personally, I was in my office with the uh, just visiting with a coach or two and, and going through some things for the meeting that was about to occur. And, uh, I saw outside where the ambulance pulled up and was just kind of curious why. And then the next thing I knew, some coaches had come upstairs that, uh, that I wanted to visit with as well on defense. And they filled me in on what had gone downstairs. So for me to process it, 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 it did immediately bring back, uh, some memories of Thomas and just the, the, uh, you know, just the, just the whole thing that goes on when that happens within your building and, and around your players and things. Cause like I said, the first thing that came to mind was just was immediately thinking about the players and, and making sure you take care of them. I mean, that's our job as a coach. It's to look out for the players and to make sure that you're, that, uh, you know, they come first. And that's why I said at the very beginning, I was talking about Mike, I, the thing that I really just, you know, that I enjoy, but, more importantly that I respect about Mike is that he's, he's true to his word, you know, family's first and he treats the players that way. And first thing that came to his mind was what do I have to do to take care of the players? And, and that's, that's why he did the things he did do. I'm sure as a coach, you tell your players not to get too high, not to get too low. This has been a very difficult year, 2020 with social distancing, the pandemic, all the sort, and for a number of reasons, you know, a difficult season. What, has this period of time been like, even since Saturday night with the, you know, you guys had an emotional team meeting, a spirited team meeting Sunday, an emotional win, you get back to the building, right, you know, right off that win. And then, you know, Tuesday happens and just Thursday is how of a, 
you don't want to get too high and you want to get too low, but it seems like there's been a lot of emotional fluctuation over the past handful of days. How do you ride through that as a, as an individual, as a, as a, as a, as a group, as an organization and, and make sure that you do so in a sound, healthy fashion? Um, look, I wish I knew the answer to all that. I think you try to just do the right thing in the process as crazy that might sound. And what is the right thing? I think the right thing is to, is to not only be, you know, in our role as coaches is not to think about yourself, but to think about the guys that, that you're, you know, that you're in charge of and making sure that they're, um, you know, that their needs are being met. Uh, that's, that's what our job is. And, um, and so in a simplistic way, that's really what, you know, that's what our job is to do as coaches. I mean, we're, um, you know, it's not just, you know, they, we're not just here we're all about football. There's, there's people involved and football's a people business. And when something as tragic as this occurs, um, the right thing to do is to, is to look out for the people that you're responsible for. And, and, uh, as cool as it may sound, get to yourself later. Thank you for your time today, Mike. We appreciate it.